0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Podcasting for Humans. Honest conversations about podcasting problems. Every week, a different podcaster brings a podcast problem, struggle, or doubt to the table, and then we process it together. I'm Richard Clark. I am the owner of Area Code Audio, a podcasting agency that helps people, organizations, and brands build trust and loyalty. Through the medium of podcasting, and my guest today is Kelly Wolf. Kelly is a writer, a Texan, an animal lover, and the host of the podcast "Let It Matter." Welcome, Kelly, to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much. I'm thrilled to be here.
0: Absolutely. So this is going to be a fun conversation. We're going to sort of process some things, but before that, we want to start out on a really positive note by asking, (laughs) "Tell us about the podcast we will be talking about here uh, today." And. And also just sort of what you love about making it.
1: Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, It's called the Let It Matter podcast. Um, It was birthed sort of out of, I, I did a probably six month or so stint um, as a guest co-host on Debbie Abraham and Jess's uh, podcast, Where Do We Go From Here? Which was your first guest.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: on this show, just to plug for anyone listening. Um, go back and check that one out. Um, and so Debbie had, Jess went on maternity leave last year. Um, and Debbie, they decided they wanted a single woman to come on because they're both married mm. uh, now with children. And so they decided they wanted a single woman to come on. Um, particularly because of the nature of their conversations. I was doing like video blog series. And so they asked me to do that. And and when I was finished sort of with that stent that was um, pre-set, you know, it was going to go through December. Yeah. I just knew I wasn't done with the medium yet. I really loved this art form, this conversation form. I love the creative aspect of it from graphic design and and editing to producing and topics and gathering guests yeah. to actually having the conversations. So both with guests and uh, then with the community being built around it. So I launched, uh, because I already had the Let It Matter blog. That's where the name came, comes uh-huh. from. It's from the, the Johnny, uh, Johnny Swim song, Let It Matter. Uh, and so I just launched the Let It Matter podcast where it's basically a, um, I would say a more progressive. Christian podcast. Anyway, I I love what we're doing. Basically, we're just having conversations with authors and and influence thinkers, writers, pastors, theologians, scholars, um, kind of f- f- across the spectrum of topics. I call it "Let It Matter," where it is whatever I want it to be. Uh huh.
0: Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um. And so we've talked about everything from therapy, mental health, um, trauma recovery, to sex and sexuality, mm-hmm. to w- Egalitarianism and women's roles in the in the New Testament church mm. to bodies and, and our relationship to our bodies. Now, I mean, just sort of across the spectrum of things, yeah. but through a more progressive Christian lens. And then I end every episode. This is one of my favorite things about it to answer that question. Mm-hmm. I end every episode with a blessing or a benediction of some kind um, that has to do with the topic that we just talked about. So at the end of it, I say, you know, join me next week as we continue to make space for on. And name what matters, Mm, mm. Um, and then I say, you know, according to our tradition, as we close out, um, I offer you this blessing or benediction. I tell them who it's from, and then I say, "Let's pray." We take a minute, and then offer that, and that's how we close out. And I really enjoy
0: that part of it. That's awesome. So, what is the thing that you have been struggling or wondering with, wondering about this podcast? What What is on your mind?
1: Yeah, and I'm this conversation's coming at a good time because I'm still sort of new into the podcasting world. You Mm -hmm. know, I did it as a as a guest co-host with Devi, where she had been doing it for so long that I really leaned heavily on her expertise and wisdom. And then, so when I launched mine, you know, most of the people, most of the time, I'm talking to people who are serial podcast guests. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> who, who do yeah. this a lot. They're authors. And so, you know, part of their book launch is just a whole bunch of podcast episodes and stuff. Um, but every once in a while that won't be the case, or even sometimes that when that is the case. And I guess what I wanted to talk about was just various kinds of difficulties I've encountered with guests. Yeah. And how to handle that in a way, you know, because some a lot of times these are relationships that either This is going to sound really gross. That are networking that can connect you to other people.
0: They're synergistic a little bit. They're synergistic relationships,
1: or they're people who are really friends, Uh uh, or, you know, uh, that you really admire and you work alongside with in in various lanes, you know, and you occupy the same spaces online and stuff like that. But for whatever reason, so a, a couple of things. First of all, maybe their answers are just not at all the type of quality you I, I expected them to be
0: do you mean and, that they're boring or shallow or like uh wrong <laughs> no <laughs> wrong um I curate pretty well on the front end so if
1: if I'm asking you to be on I've done my homework yeah to the best of my ability so you're not like um,
0: scandalized by what they're saying
1: Right. And I usually provide the questions ahead of time. Okay. So these aren't questions that I don't mean they're stumped.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm.
1: They're about their own material and subject matter. And yep. <laughs> and and usually I, that I would take the blame for that. Like maybe my question wasn't right. And that we would try to clarify mm-hmm. and get to a good answer through the conversation. Yeah. But there's been a couple of times where I, what I mean is like, it's, It just doesn't make sense what they're saying or it's almost like they're being silly or flippant and – and I don't want to use I don't want to use names and I don't even want to give enough detail where people could guess. But um, be a fun but, little
0: treasure hunt for people to go yeah, back and yeah. listen to uh, you, you'll get a lot of listeners just like we'll trying to figure one, out who you're talking about.
1: That's right. We'll call this one a game show. Yeah. Well, unfortunately none of these have aired that I'm gonna talk to you
0: about. Oh good. Um, good. Yeah. So you have canned um, some of these, like you have you have thrown each out of some of these, these episodes.
1: Yeah, but not officially. They're just still sitting in the bank of <laughs> yeah, me. I know that feeling. Yeah. And and listen, I'm an Enneagram eight. I don't struggle with telling people how it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't struggle with saying like, um, this just wasn't what I was looking for or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I've had to do that sometimes. But in some cases, maybe they've never been on a podcast before or they're so excited to get to do this or whatever. And it feels like it's a little more sticky than just saying, hey, man, you know, this one... Uh, for whatever reason, I'm not going to be airing this episode. Yeah. Um,
0: Do you really quick? Go ahead. Oh, sorry.
1: I was just going to say the other, the other time that this has happened is I was speaking with a guest about a topic that the topic is relevant to what happened. And during the interview, the way I heard them speak to someone in their immediate environment,
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. not
1: speak, yell at someone in their immediate environment. Um, discredited sort of what they had been saying and wow. what they were posing yeah. themselves to be. Yeah. I don't know if they thought they were on mute or if they, <laughs> yeah. to them, it didn't feel like that that was a big deal. Maybe i maybe I was just super sensitive to it. Yeah. But when it happened, I was, I shut down almost. So I was mm-hmm. like, I can't, you know, in good conscience be like, this is somebody you guys should look to. Uh huh. Um, for, for expertise on this on this topic. And so those are sort of two of the situations, at least, where I've got the interview done. It's not like I canceled ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. got the interview done now. And, um, for, for one of those two reasons, I've felt like, I don't feel good about airing this.
0: That second example feels like, and I'm curious if the other examples sort of fall under this, under this umbrella where that, that is a person who probably is being sort of performative about their sort of public brand. And, and that is not aligning with what you hoped you would get um, sort of quote unquote meeting them um, and having that experience.
1: I would say that's accurate and also not aligning with what my values are, which again, yeah. as an Enneagram eight, and I think that might play a lot into this, but my personality is one that's like um, associations mean a, a lot to me. Cause if I'm sure. saying yep. I put my name on this yep, and they're, They come to be discussed, you know, especially in this age where things come to light all the time. Yes. uh, About people, I'm very aware. In fact, I very rarely have men on as guests because this happens more with men. (laughs) Don't blame me. In the Christian world, at least. Fair, yeah. um, In the Christian world, at least, I'm very careful about the men that I invite on, Mm -hmm. um, and 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 the women too, but if you look at the numbers,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> who I'm having on it, that's, that's partly why. Um, yeah. And so it, what it, it wasn't just that they didn't align with who I expected them to be or who they purport themselves to be. It was that they didn't align with my values and the mm-hmm. values of what I've made clear over the last year are the values of, of the show.
0: Yeah. That is really interesting. Um, and, and I'm, there's so many ways we could go with this, like there are so many. Yeah, I'm gonna angles. let you.
1: Hit, I'm gonna, that's the T ball. So get, you just step up to the plate and get after it.
0: <laughs> I, and I'm looking, and there's, um, this is not how the analogy works, but there are like bullseyes in many different directions. So I'm like, yeah. which direction I wanna hit this T ball. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think one of the things that's really interesting about like, about this is like, this, the, the reality of hosting a podcast conversation is mm-hmm. it is a very intimate, relational thing it's a thing where you're really like your guest is trusting you and yeah. you're really trusting your guest. like you, you and you're and that is one of the things even i have struggled with for this podcast um it, this podcast is a unique kind of thing and mm-hmm. frankly i think if you're starting a podcast hopefully you will be able to say that about your podcast <laughs> that yeah. helps right yeah um and so th- that is one of the challenges is framing for the guest the uniqueness of your think, right? Mm, like uh-huh. um and so I try to do that by saying things like we are going to process together a doubt, a struggle. And I use these loaded terms on purpose. Yeah. I try to get people and, and then I think I don't know if I sent you this email, but usually I send an email that says, Thank you for being willing to be vulnerable enough to come on this podcast. You did, yeah, you did. Okay. So I couldn't remember if I copy and pasted uh-huh. that message to you also. Yeah. But um Those sort of keywords, those can scare some people off for sure. That's Mm. the point, right? And I think it (laughs) does sound to me like some of your problem is not scaring people off. Um, Maybe, Mm. you know, it's possible. Uh, Do do you feel like you do anything to try and like flag for people like, hey, this is what this is about and this is what I'm going to be doing?
1: That's an interesting um, point of view because in both of these cases I'm talking to you about, Mm -hmm. I was approached and asked, I hey, I love what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's people that I had had a previous, you know, pre- lots of previous interactions with through yeah. Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Uh, love what you're doing. Would you be interested in a topic like this?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I, you know, maybe just being like, okay, great. I need to fill the calendar <laughs> with yeah. with episodes. Maybe that was where, because normally the answer to that question is yes, on the front end. Before I ever get to them, uh-huh. I have I I'm I've been following them, or if they're new to me, I have scoured their internet presence. Yeah. Um to, to make sure that they are the kind of guest that is is vulnerable on a yeah. podcast, that is willing to actually go there on some topics because in my personality type, I don't shy away from topics. I'll just straight up ask it. And we'll, you know, you were talking with Debbie about the episode she did about sex toys and, and we did one, her and I did one with Mm -hmm. a sex educator also. And (laughs) I remember multiple times I would just ask the question and Debbie would go, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's back up. Wait, let's back way up. (laughs) We're not to that step yet. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. And so, um, and so that's really a lot more my personality is that I um not only vulnerable but brave is huh. what I'm sort of looking for. But really even if you're neither of those things and it's a scholar and we're talking about, you know, how to interpret Paul's use of this language in 1 Corinthians or something. Yeah. I'm looking for competence <laughs> on the topic
0: uh-huh. and
1: authenticity
0: in you know credibility in what you're saying. Yeah. I, it's interesting. Like, I want to go back to some, I wrote it down because it's a thing for me where Uh you said you provide questions in advance. This Mm -hmm. is a, this is a a point of debate. And I want your perspective on it. I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be laying down (laughs) rules here, but from my perspective, giving people questions in advance um does two things and these are both negative and I'm going to mm-hmm. let you have your piece. Nope. right but like
1: I'm not going to defend it but go ahead <laughs> one is that
0: one is that it gives them homework <laughs> to yeah. have to think through fair enough i think that's fine i do not mm-hmm. too big pro- 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 i don't think that's super problematic but it it it, it I, I think sometimes I'm saying that because I think sometimes we think it does them a favor. Like it lets them mm-hmm. know in case they get freaked out, like mm-hmm. this is what to prepare for. And some people like yeah. to pre- be prepared, whatever. But I think a lot of people see it as homework. But the second thing is that it provides them an opportunity to can their answers to sort of yeah. come up with answers that are not processing um, mm-hmm. on the spot. Mm-hmm. And it, For me personally, I see that as an opportunity to sort of like make things feel less authentic, Mm -hmm. a little bit more TV sort of, uh, soundbite ish. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know what's your perspective on that and tell us why you do that.
1: Okay. So I, I have seen it done both ways. Debbie doesn't when, so when I was learning this, this sort of trade, Debbie doesn't share questions ahead of time. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, when I started, doing it really the reason why is because sort of the format of the show is (laughs) my questions aren't just so tell me about this it's a paragraph I'll say here's what I was reading here's why I'm asking this let's talk about your thoughts and then and then we have a conversation back and forth and then the next question is another topic throughout the book and oftentimes it'll be something that hit me in the book and yep. I want to ask a question that they're not going to get asked on 38 other podcasts. Yes. Good. So it'll be a little more in the weeds. Yeah. And the reason I provide the question is so they're not like, wait, what are you talking
0: about? <laughs> Hold on. Let um, me get my book real quick. And right. look. That, and yeah. that has
1: happened. That happened yeah. a lot in the beginning, which is why I say that because people were like, what, what page are you on? And then I got to edit all that out. So yeah. um, I don't tell people they have to look at the questions. I say, if you want, here's a Google doc that has the topics or an outline mm-hmm. of our discussion and just know that there will be additional conversation and questions that happen, you know, as we discuss it, that, that'll yeah. come up more organically. Um, but I I want people to feel like they're able to be prepared. If my question is, you know, man, I loved what you said here on page 268. I would love if you could sort of summarize that and then let us discuss it Yeah. so that they're not – you know, if I don't get into the question and then they, they have to go find their book.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. And also,
1: What's, cause I read on my Kindle. That, so oftentimes the page numbers, I can't even provide.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. What, what is like the unique thing you want to these conversations to be compared to other podcasts? If you want them mm. to be different than all the other podcasts, like this is a problem by the way, like this is the thing every podcaster deals with is like, yeah, there is this risk of appearing especially when you're getting people who are usual suspects on a podcast, like you got to figure out a way for these to be different and unique. What's the reason I'm listening on this podcast? What would, what would that be for you?
1: Well, it's two two fold because I also don't just want the listener to feel that way. I want the guest to feel like, what's the reason I came on this podcast?
0: Oh, good point. And
1: what would be the reason I come back? And, and you know, there's oftentimes even in the press kits for authors, they'll send um, here's some questions uh-huh. you can ask for the podcast if you want. Yep. Um, and I'm like, well, that's just a guarantee. <laughs> it's so
0: wild that they. It's <laughs> that wild to it's me that they be, do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just a guarantee that somebody's going to be able to find that answer wherever else they go. Yep. So I. So then I use that as a like I'm not asking anything like this. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, Here's the questions
0: I'm not going to ask. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And so for a listener, um, this may sound a little arrogant. The what I've found is that a lot of my story and what resonates with me is Mm. more universal than I than just to me.
0: I love that. Yeah. And so,
1: um, and so I have found that when I am reading the book, I don't just skim and I don't just like see a topic and go, I'll read the back. And, you know, read the intro and ask the questions. <laughs> um, I read the book and and I – or I, you know, if it's a speaker I'm having on and I want to talk to them about a lecture they just gave or something, I actually do the prep work. And so I want the the, the guest to feel like they have a reason to come back if they want mm-hmm. to and mm-hmm. that they have a reason to promote the episode because they got to say something in this one they didn't in others. Yeah. That really shows – uh, why people should read their thing or see their thing, you know, yeah, yeah. and I, and I want listeners, I, I ask the questions that really, re, that really matter to me. They let that, you know, if it matters, let it matter. They, they yeah. matter to me. And so that's why I sort of started the podcast. I found through the blog, what I was blogging about was not just mattering to me as mattering yeah. to other people. And so the podcast is sort of just an extension of that.
0: You're a representative of your audience. Like, um, yeah, if yeah. you will,
1: yeah. And and not exactly. There's there's things that I'll ask. I'm sure that people are like, I don't need to know that part, sure. or that was phoning it in. You know, I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, um, but the feedback I hear is very often, I loved that question. Mm-hmm. When you talk to this person, it's not the whole episode usually, or oh, it's interesting. It's I loved that question you asked them because their answer helped me with X Y Z. So yes. I try to keep my finger on the pulse of. What this community, not just the podcast community, but sort of the deconstruction, feminism, progressive, Christian, um, Mm -hmm. social justice warrior, bleeding heart, liberal kind of, (laughs) if you will. Uh, I don't shy away from those labels. Um, What those people are talking about and feeling about and what they're sharing and what's mattering to them. Yeah. Um and that's a lot where I times where where I get ideas for the show is man that 's mattering to you guys. Let me look at this person. Let me read their book. Let me see. oh, that matters to me too let 's have them on yes. talk about
0: it are these like I think you shared two examples are those uh-huh. like worst case examples that are indicative of something broader that 's happening on your show? Or are they exceptions?
1: they are exceptions this is hap- okay. it's happened three times that I have interviewed someone maybe four where Either I felt like this is going to take so much time editing <laughs> to get clear. And actually, you're going to appreciate this. One time I did send questions. It bit me in the ass <laughs> because, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: because the person was so nervous. They were reading their answers yes. and I, they didn't realize I was going to ask other questions in between. So they uh-huh. read the answer to the second question, but that's yeah. not what I had asked.
0: Yeah. Oh, and God, Yeah. And God
1: love them. They you know, I, I thought I we get, were doing
0: a script. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they thought we were doing a script, and they were so nervous that they thought, I'm going to nail it because I've had this ahead of time. And so maybe I didn't serve them well in that. I, I probably didn't. I didn't serve them to prepare them well for that. Um, but there was a few situations, that, four out of, I think I'm on episode 30, no, 42 now. Okay. Yeah. Um, where I've had to either can the episode after the interview – or edit it so heavily that the yeah. episode ended up where it it becomes clear this is really heavily edited, which I don't think serves the guest or the audience either.
0: That feels like a fine ratio, you know, in terms yeah. of like of disasters to like fine episodes, yeah. successful episodes, right? Um, I think there is something there to like. We could always prepare our guests better. One of the things I was thinking about was like goals. I think about what is the podcaster's goal all the time. Mm. When I work with podcasters, the first thing we really talk about is what's your goal here, mm-hmm. and sometimes that goal will get revised because I'm like, "That's not a realistic goal." Yeah. They'll usually say, "I want twenty thousand listeners and sponsorships, yeah. and I want to pay this for show." And this to become my salary, and, yeah. sp- exactly. And I'm <laughs> like, "Okay, well, not going to happen, but let's <laughs> talk about other ways to <laughs> make this worth it." Um, because yeah. you clearly want to do it. I think. <laughs> So part of me is like, I wonder about. I have thought about this. Like, w- I wonder if we should be having that conversation with our guests and, hmm. and really asking them, like, what. Because, like, the reality is the people, the instances you're talking about are not people who set out to suck or be bad people sure. or whatever. It um, could be
1: just having an off day.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so
1: it makes me wonder the reason I brought it up is not because I'm worried that, like, oh, this is happening so much. What am I doing wrong? Okay. It's yeah. more. Not that I'm not doing anything wrong, but you know, um, it's more what, um, how to handle the awkwardness of do you tell them? Do you go back and say, I'm not going to be airing this episode? And here's why, especially on the one where it was. there was an integrity issue. <laughs> that yes. was. It wasn't just. Maybe this was an off day. Do you ask if you can re-interview them if you think it might have just been a bad day?
0: I don't. I'm panicking right now, <laughs> Kelly, because I don't have an answer to this question. I don't know. I am a conflict-avoidant person, <laughs> um, and so I'll do everything I can in my power to save a podcast. So if this doesn't okay. go up, you'll know it's bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're just- told me that.
0: <laughs> it will go up. Um, okay. No, but it, it's like, you know, it's, um, it is really difficult for me and because you're an Enneagram I, for people who don't know, that means like challenger, yeah. uh, what is the word? Bold, people who I, like control. Really bold
1: and yeah. we'll mm-hmm. take it. we'll take a seat there. Not like control. Okay, Hold sorry. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm just kidding. I went straight
0: um, to the shadow side. My bad. We,
1: um, we don't, we don't like bullies, so we defend are, yes. We defend those who are being bullied and yes. therefore often look like we're fighters. <laughs>
0: the Advocate, um, I think, is a one yeah, that was, the advocate that's, a, that's a good and,
1: one. And really passionate about social justice, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. why this podcast, you know, it's its really what's what's important to me, what matters uh, for the church, for the world to become a more equitable, just, beautiful place. Yeah. Um. It's not just like, oh, this movie mattered to me, you know? <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. Um
1: and so anyway, uh that so that I am not conflict avoidant. We'll put it that way.
0: Yeah. Um I'm not is, generally. Yeah. I think that that the takeaway I'm I'm leaving with is that's good. Um that is a good <laughs> that is a good thing. It makes for a better podcast, right? Because mm-hmm. people are not going to The the thing that people d- sometimes don't understand is that you can pick up on awkwardness in podcasting very easily. Now, I don't know. I don't know if yes. everyone can as well as I can, but I am certainly hyper aware of some yes. of the, like, I am actually, I feel like I am privy to, like, behind-the-scenes <laughs> vibes that you would not, you're, I'm not supposed to know about from, mm-hmm. like, very popular podcasts. Oh. Like, The Ringer is, is a podcast. Mm-hmm. Network that I listen do a lot of podcasts uh-huh. on there and they're very good at what they do and I feel very keyed into the few times when there are weirdnesses yeah. happening um over there and there are and other the podcasts like give an example of that. Yeah. The
1: more you do episodes that are great and that's not the case, you can really tell when something's <laughs> that's off. True.
0: That's true. When something's and, off. That's right. Yeah.
1: I'm very, I'm very sensitive to that too. I I can't watch The Office. I tried I so hard. Office. But secondhand <laughs> cringe or secondhand awkwardness to me is the worst. feeling and so I'd rather be the one in the awkward situation than observing it (laughs) for some reason so you can tell when the vibes are off in a conversation and for someone sensitive to it like me I feel hyper aware that my audience is going to be like what the what happened there?
0: <laughs> that the, yes, and here's the, here's where I'm coming around to for you. This is maybe yeah. actually going to be helpful to you as opposed to you being helpful to me encouraging me to speak up more. Actually, I'm going to say you lean in t- if you could lean into in t- that ability that you have to be mm. to not be conflict avoidant and in the moment call stuff out, right? I think oh. as podcasters, this is something I try to do as much as possible and I'm not always great at it cuz I don't always I'm having a hard time in in real time, often in conversations, like uh-huh. articulating for even myself what is happening, <laughs> I'll leave yeah. the situation and go, Man, that was, why was that so weird? Yeah. Like, why was, why did that feel so weird? And I think there's a real value to being the kind of person who can not mm. only see when something is wrong, as opposed to like me, I'm trying to convince myself nothing is wrong most of the time <laughs> I'm mm. having a conversation. And there are other pros and cons that come with that approach. It can be a good way to meet someone half way Mm, when they are mm -hmm. you know being themselves in a way that is weird to you um but for you if you're like if you could just say like what was that you just did when you just yelled at someone Mm. it's just this can you talk me through like what that was about and how that that jives with everything Um. we're talking about Mm. that a good audio great (laughs) tape (laughs) whether you use that as a different question and we can talk about that another day but Great tape, but also it just clears the air in a way that actually people might really appreciate the opportunity to say that was that was not my best moment. Mm. I wish I hadn't done that um, on tape Let's maybe not use it. And also like, uh, yeah, let's reset because I or maybe a different day or something, you know, and yeah, I feel like that clears the air in a way that the audience benefits from whether or not they're privy to that conversation, you know?
1: that—that That is helpful. That really is helpful. I can see myself doing that in the first example that I used with, sure. um, like, your answers are just, what are you talking about? This is so <laughs> weird. Versus... Uh, that that would be a challenge to me. So I mean, I accept sure. it as a challenge, and hopefully it doesn't happen a lot. Um, <laughs> if you're guests listening to this, please don't do this to me. But um, I thought it would be helpful to your audience listening to this, especially to people who may not have experience in how do you handle guest situations, especially when the relationships are important to you for future growth yeah. or for sharing or for networking True. or something like that. Um, but that is really helpful to to just sort of stay in the moment with it and and to keep kind of kneading out of it
0: mm. the conversation, yeah. that's helpful. I mean, yeah, it's rare that we should write someone off, especially someone we've had on sure. our show because they we chose to have them on our show. Right. And so right. it's, it's like a moment of curiosity, like what is happening? Mm. What is happening? And then being genuine about that, right? Yeah. Um, I think can be a really valuable moment for the two of you, if mm-hmm. not also for your listenership. But That's interesting. Thanks for that. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show. Kelly is the host yeah. of Let It Matter, a weekly progressive Christian podcast featuring guest interviews on a wide range of topics. And all of those guests are not awkward at all and are very <laughs> good guests because the others are not making it past Cutter and <laughs> Her promise to you, her With guarantee With a ratio to you. of one to ten. <laughs> That's right. Well, oh, Kelly, man. thank you so much for coming on and, and uh, we appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you. This was great.